Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Sports Radio 610 presents... The Drive with Sterner and Hughley with the biggest stories of the day. It's the Big Three at Three. Number one. All right, uh, big, big week. And uh, as it all starts, it starts with the injury report. The injury report for the Texans will be incredibly important this week. Uh, in the biggest game in years here, you want to have everybody that you possibly can. Now, we know you're not going to have some important pieces like Jimmy Ward, like Tank Dell, like Titus Howard. Some of those guys are already out and on IR and not returning. But um, there were some important pieces that didn't play last week and some important pieces that didn't finish the game last week. And it is Wednesday, right? So when you have a Saturday game, um, becomes the Thursday practice. Everything is moved up. A slot, so this is an important practice day, which will be like tomorrow is Friday. So um, this is what we're hearing reports-wise, and when the official injury report will come out. I know you said it earlier. Uh, a couple of guys on the defensive line did not practice yesterday. Well, Laramie Tunzel did return to practice today, which is good. But uh, Aaron Wilson reporting: Will Anderson Jr., Jonathan Grenard, Malik Collins, Sheldon Rankins. Andrew Beck and Noah Brown were all sidelined today. Uh, that uh, and we'll, when we get the official injury report, uh, we'll uh, we'll pass that along. But those are reports in which the time when uh, the media was able to watch Laramie Tunzel returns, but Will Anderson, uh, Jonathan Grenard, Malik Collins, Sheldon Rankins, Andrew Beck, Noah Brown did not practice. We've been hearing Noah <clears throat> Brown potentially is trending towards not playing. And then the Jonathan Grenard and Malik Collins are just concerning because they didn't practice or play last week. Yeah. So they and they're extremely important to this team right now, uh, especially facing this kind of kind of an offense with Jonathan Taylor and the Colts. So that is the latest uh, on which essentially is a Thursday practice yeah. in a normal week. Yeah. Well, I mean, you look at Sheldon Rankins, Malik Collins. I mean, and, and you're you're talking about those two guys even being questionable. Those two guys not being full go against this particular offense that I don't care what the numbers tell you. I don't care what I don't even care what the film has looked like. With with Jonathan Taylor healthy, um, they are going to to some degree be a downhill run physical run team. Uh and they're gonna run it right at you with Jonathan Taylor. And and Sheldon Rankins and and uh, Malik Collins potentially not being a hundred percent concerns me on this on this Wednesday, what would be Thursday. When you look at, we know that 
Jonathan Grenard is is questionable. Um, I mean, you look at JG. I mean, when the injury happened, he's limping around on the sideline, and then we we we, we don't see him again, and he misses a game. That 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 is something that we we've got to be concerned about. Will Anderson getting only twelve snaps? Clearly, he's not a hundred percent. So you're you're looking at that defensive front. You're starting four guys um, that that could be either not able to play or not a hundred percent. That that's that's scary as we sit here a couple of days before the game play, is played. Yeah, and uh, and now the official injury report is out, Clint and Will Anderson. They do have that. Will Anderson, Andrew Beck, Noah Brown, Malik Collins, Jonathan Grenard, Sheldon Rankins, Robert Woods. Uh, they all didn't practice. The Woods feels like the rest situation. Interest, interestingly, they're resting both days, but it feels like the rest situation. And then now Laramie had the groin. Remember, he didn't return in the game uh, once he got injured against the Titans. He did practice at a limited uh, basis today. So this is the, it, the Grenard and the Rankins, or the Gr- Grenard and the Malik Collins, th- those are ones that make, make you nervous. To me, because they didn't, they have not practiced yep. in two weeks, yep. and and they are incredibly important. Um, I mean, this is your leading sacker, and then we've seen Malik Collins to me, your best inside guy. Now, Will Anderson, and, and I wouldn't rule that out either. I think mean, Will Anderson played and finished the game, yeah. but you just never know with that high ankle sprain how that how that goes from week to week. I think he'll play. Yeah, he's not as much as well, as, as the other guys that didn't play. Look, the, the the good thing is is that. You know, Nick Casario has done such a tremendous job signing guys off the streets or claiming them on, on the waiver wire that you I, – I feel confident that Derek Barnett and Jerry Hughes can be opposite Will Anderson and that rotation can get the job done. I, I feel confident that you could get Tier Tart in there uh, along with hopefully Sheldon Rankins if he's healthy and, and, and all of the guys on that second, second string of the depth chart, second level of the depth chart. And I think you'll be okay, right? Yeah. I think you can win without those guys. But, boy, if you're the Texans, you sure – and as a fan, I sure would like to – I'd feel a whole lot better if we've got – if we had our, our entire arsenal of, of, of pass rushers, run stoppers, and everybody across that, that, that defensive line. Because we've talked about it multiple times, man. This group right now, Ron – if they're healthy, which is a big if, because we've, we've been talking for 10 minutes now about the D-line. Will Anderson, yes. Malik Collins, Sheldon Rankin. The whole Gordard, crew. Yeah. When they're healthy, not only does D'Amico Rhines know this group better, but they are significantly more talented and deeper than they were when they started the season. I mean, Derek Barnett and Tier Tart across, uh, in, in the middle. Those, those additions. That, are- those additions are huge, man. I mean, and, and have have been huge. And, and we see Jerry Hughes makes yes. the big play of the game. Yes, you know, uh, on Sunday against against Will Levis. Absolutely. And you look into the secondary. Des King being back is is tremendous. And and you look at at um, K Jack, uh, Kareem Jackson being back and and being two weeks into the system. Um, you know that's that's could end up being a big time big time sign. So if they're healthy. You, you got a chance to see the best the best defense that we've seen all year long, but that's a big if because you got a lot of defensive guys in that front that are on this on this uh, practice report. Yeah, that that's uh, that's the one to watch. I think to me, and from what we're hearing reports, why Noah Noah Brown is probably the most concerning if he'll play. 
And then it's just for me, man. We'll see. I did when when I, I see guys not practice for two straight weeks. You know that that's always concerning, and you wonder. And and you know this better than anybody playing in the league. How how much do you think that one day of importance from them having to move everything up to be able to play on Saturday as opposed to playing on Sunday? How much do you think that potentially? could make this even more concerning in terms of guys not being able to be ready. I, I think it could be huge. And, and, a and day can be a difference. I, I don't think I don't think the change in playtime is is nearly as big a deal as people make it out to be. Short weeks and travel and all that's a good talking piece, but I don't think it's that big of a deal. But in this capacity that you're talking about as it pertains to getting guys healthy, absolutely. Twenty playing a game twenty four hours earlier, having to like the bulk of your practice work this week happen twenty four hours earlier than it does in a normal week. Absolutely it, it could be big. You hope you hope that this Will Anderson right now not practicing on, on Wednesday slash Thursday, you hope that's precautionary. That's precautionary. Right? You 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 hope Malik Collins after not practicing last week and not playing last week, you, you hope that this is all precautionary maybe a little bit strong, but you hope it's more of like a hey, we know these guys are ready to play. They just got to get that injury completely healed. You, you hope that's the case. Yeah, yeah. The, I think the Laramie Tunzel thought that he's out already, out there practicing. Yeah. Even in a limited basis that he was out there. I think that's a great sign for him. That, that makes me feel a lot more comfortable unless, you know, some sort of a setback makes you feel a lot more comfortable. They feel good about him being out there because they could have easily given him another rest day as well, but they feel confident and comfortable with that. So that is the latest if you're missing. Will Anderson, you just tuned in. Will Anderson, Andrew Beck, Noah Brown, Malik Collins, Jonathan Grenard, uh, Sheldon Rankins, and Robert Woods, they all did not practice for the second straight day. And Laramie Tunzel, who did not practice yesterday, left the game early with a groin injury. He did practice on a limited basis today. So the Texans are hopefully – they got a chance, if you look at this, to have the most healthy team they've had all year. We'll see what happens. Uh, tomorrow will be a big, big day to see who's ruled in and out. And that's one we'll keep an eye on tomorrow as the Texans get ready to play their biggest game of the season against the Indianapolis Colts. Big three and three, number two. All right, uh, speaking of injuries around the, the, the league, and, and there are other important games to the Texans. Well, the, the thing you do love is they're playing Saturday, and then if it goes right, then it matters. Then you can really look at these other teams. And listen, it's one thing if the Texans get in. Another great thing would be if the Texans were to get in and got to host a playoff game. If they were to get in and won the AFC South, and that is obviously in the cards. They got to do their part Saturday and win against the Colts. And then if the Tennessee Titans are not the same Tennessee Titans that we saw Sunday quit after uh, Jerry Hughes forced that fumble and made it 17 to nothing, which pretty much ended the game. Uh, if they were to go out and try to find a way to beat uh, the Jags at home, that means that the, the Texans would win the division. And this has potentially made been made more difficult for the Titans because quarterback uh, Trevor Lawrence, who missed last week's game against the Panthers, he is practicing already this week. And Christian Kirk, this has been a big injury. He has been out on IR. He is uh, he is able to return this week, and he is set to practice as well. Getting those two guys back, that, that, that could be <laughs> really problematic 
for the Texans trying to get in a, trying to win the AFC South, hoping that they'll lose if they can get those two guys back. Yeah, you, the Titans obviously would have a better chance with if, if those two guys weren't playing. But but I, I don't know that Trevor Lawrence is completely out of the woods. The scary thing with Trevor Lawrence is, if you remember correctly, he was already banged up with the concussion situation potentially. Yep. And then all of a sudden, he has his thro- it's his throwing arm. His throwing shoulder. He said he feels that, better, but he did say there are still some movements on, that give him problems. Ron, that that's uh that's big. I mean, because that's that doesn't take a hit. I mean, you, you can go out there and warm up, and it not feel right, and you get shut down. So, um, that, that's that's something to keep an eye on for for with Trevor Lawrence's throwing throwing shoulder that that's bothering him. Yeah, uh, I, I'm wondering how you feel about it because last week I knew it was going to be C.J. Beathard playing against the Panthers, but I still completely expected the Jags to win that game. If there is no Trevor Lawrence and it is Beathard again, do you feel do you feel like the Titans you you like their chances in winning the game or do you still feel no matter what well, he's I, playing quarterback that the Titans are are, are going to lose it? After watching that left tackle last week for oh the, for the Titans, I, I don't like their chances at all. But but it, so for me it's more about you know what gives them a better chance? I don't like. I, there's not. There's no situation I could paint. Uh, legitimately, no situation that I could paint where I where I like the Titans in this ball game. But uh, I, I do like the fact that Tannehill could potentially be playing over uh, Will Levis with Will Levis having been injured last week. Um, I, I, I do like that part of it. I think he'll be able to handle and, and maybe give him, give him a better opportunity to to win the game, or better yet, not lose the game. Um, so we'll we'll see we'll see how it all unfolds, but but you start you start taking Trevor Lawrence away from Jacksonville, potentially Christian Kirk away from Jacksonville. Tannehill comes in for rookie Will Levis. Who's so you played. like you like Tannehill better than Will? Playing. Yeah, if, if I, as a Texans fan, I need I need the Titans to go out there and win a ball game. I, I would like my chances with with Tannehill for one game over over Will Levis. Will Levis is is. He's a gunslinger now. He's a talented dude, but give me somebody that can go out there and 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 not lose the game right now. Feast I think or famine, huh? Yeah, man. man. Yeah, feast or famine with him. So that's going to be one. Hopefully, things go right for the Texans on Saturday, and if that happens, that game is going to be one that is watched heavily because that is a difference from having to travel to Miami, Buffalo, or Kansas City to hosting. You know, uh, Steelers are hosting Browns. The Browns, no, the Browns are locked into the five spot. Oh no, you're right, hosting the Browns. Excuse me, you're right. hosting the Browns. That's what it'd be. They're locked into the five. Spot. Well, we talked about it, Ronnie. We talked about it over the last couple of days, and 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 uh, I, I don't. This may be something you want to circle back to later, just to get your take on it. But I, I don't. I don't care what happens. I don't want the Texans to win the division. You don't want to play the Browns. Nope. I'd rather go to Kansas City. I'd rather. I, I'd be honest with you. I'd go. I'd, I'd rather go to Buffalo than the Browns at home. Oh, yeah, we, we're definitely got to circle that at, at, at some point. Ooh, that is. A, Hold on, so home versus weather like that. Mm, interesting. All right, that is the latest. We'll uh, keep our eye on that one, uh, and uh, and Clint will be pulling for the Jacks. <laughs> no matter what happens. Big three and three, number three. All right, uh, as we know, the college football championship has been de- uh, the game has been decided. It'll be next Monday, so now we're starting to see more uh, high-profile players uh, declare for the draft. Go to the draft. We're seeing a lot of players. I saw um, uh, Worthy, the receiver from Texas, declare yep. for the draft. 
uh, many players starting to do that. A guy that I feel like the Texans would be a such a great fit for them has declared Clinton. I don't know if they'll be able to get him. They would have to. They would have to go get him. But Georgia tied in Brock, Brock Brock Bowers didn't play the last game against Florida State. Had some injuries this year, uh, but clearly the number one tight end in the class. He is declared for the draft, and like we've talked about potential wishes for offseason um, weapons for C.J. Stroud moving forward. I know you've been on the Saquon Barkley train. We've talked about different receivers. I thought a tight end would be a huge, huge uh, get for them, especially with what Tank and Nico have shown on the outside. Another playmaker, boy, Brock Bowers is coming out. If they could find a way to get up, and I've seen them in the late the late top ten, they could find I, I that would be somebody I'd consider moving up to go get because he would perfect fit for this team. And he would be a perfect fit for Bobby Slowick's offense. When right, you talk about yes. I mean we've seen I mean he had, I think he had a seventy yard touchdown run. I mean Georgia used him in, in different ways, a lot like, you know, Kittle and and yep. and uh and some of these different kind of hybrid tight ends have been used in this offense before. So so yeah, look I, I love Brock Bowers. I mean the Texans would have to trade, I, I would think, some pretty significant capital to go from uh, you know, I don't know. They're going to be middle of the pack, um, uh, up to probably seven, six, seven. I, I would guess to, to get Brock Bowers. Um, but I'm with you. I, I, it, it would be it would be a a huge move. Everything you hear about Brock Bowers at Georgia is is top ten worthy. I mean, his play clearly is. But then you know, I've heard some of his teammates telling stories about his day to day routines and his 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 habits in the weight room and taking care of his body. I mean, he's he's a pro's pro already. And so I, I think he's going to do nothing but but climb higher, if we're honest, on, on draft boards. Um, but, boy, yeah, if the Texans can get their hands on Brock Bowers, yeah, that would be fun. And, listen, I'm not saying they need to go give up like they gave up for, for Will Anderson. I'm not saying anything like that. But I would I would certainly consider moving up. If he's late in the top ten, I would certainly consider moving up to go and get him. Because I've said it like – I'm not saying Nico and Tank are – the best in the league, but I do think they have played at a at a at a pace with CJ, which I think will just improve. That I don't think it's desperation to go get a receiver like I think we thought it was going to be at the beginning of the year. I, I think Nico has a chance to make it to the Pro Bowl, and and Tank had one of the best rookie wide receiver seasons going, and there have been some good rookie seasons going at the wide receiver spot. That tight end spot, not like what Dalton Schultz has done, but Brock can block as well. That tight end spot, as you said, is a spot in the offense where we've seen in this offense be big. And it yep. feels like that's what they want to do. And and that that to me is the spot where I, I think they could get a weapon. Yeah, look, I, I think there's I think there's a couple positions. If we're talking offensively, running back, tight end, um, center guard, um, you know, there's there, there's a couple of positions, and, and look, even wide receiver, because I, I agree with you, you don't have to, but there's a handful of positions where they're going to have to decide: do you sign the guys that we have? Do you re up the guys you have? Do you extend the guys that we have, or do you either get aggressive in the draft or get aggressive in free, in, in free agency and go and go get a guy? They're going to have to make that decision. And, and to your point, tight end is one of them. Yeah. Um. You know, I I still think that I think offensively. 
they got to figure out the run game. I don't think it's necessarily the running back, even though you can't upgrade there. I, I don't think it's the running back. I, I think it's more of what's going on up front, personally. And, and I, I think with that said, the one place where they could upgrade, where I, where I think would, would take this offense to a whole other level, is at the wide receiver position with a guy that can just flat flat out win 50-50 balls and, and is a physical, like he's got to be a bigger physical guy that plays big and physical um, and can win in the red zone, can win in man situations. This is where I'm going. This is the guy. Um, this is where I'm going. Now they, they may feel like they got that with Nico. I, I don't know. I, I just, me personally, I feel like that's where this offense could get significantly better. But if you got a chance to go get a guy like Brock Bowers, I, I wouldn't be opposed to, to look at. All right, coming up, how you feeling now? How are you feeling now? It is the final week of the season. How are you feeling now about the Texans' run game? A lot of conversation back and forth about that all year. How are you feeling now about the Texans' run game? We'll discuss coming up next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome back in as uh, as we continue rolling here on this uh, Wednesday. If you missed it, um, the official injury report is out. Uh, top, top guys that you worried about that did not practice y- yesterday, all of them, again, with the exception of Laramie Tunzel, didn't practice today again. So that's one to uh, to watch. No Will Anderson, no Beck, no Noah Brown, no Malik Collins, no Grenard, no Rankins, and Robert Woods, which feels like a rest uh, situation. All right. Um, I did. I, I, I said this on the other side, Clint and the people. You can jump in. Obviously, 713-572-4610. You can jump in and text the show that way as well. Uh, as uh, you all on YouTube and Switch, YouTube and Twitch, um, you can uh, communicate that way. Where where are you at now with the Texans' run game? How how are you feeling about the Texans' run game? Because I will say, uh, obviously, hey, Motor Singletary has uh, has helped improve the run game. At least his numbers. He's at um, well over eight hundred yards rushing. I don't think he'll reach a thousand, but um, when you think that. He was sharing carries. 
Hell, as as late as week thirteen, uh, he was clearly second behind Damian Pierce in that game and getting carries. For him to get to to uh, eight hundred and thirty five yards rushing thus far, he has really come on here of late. Um, and in four of their uh, their last five games, they have outrushed their opponent, um, with the exception of that Browns or not even the Browns game. They did outrush them, but uh, the. the uh, I believe it's the Denver game. They didn't outrush their opponent. So how are you feeling about this run game, which was so tough to watch early in the year, that has improved some? Yeah, look, while I do I do believe it's improved, I don't – I've not subscribed to the the Damian Pierce fit or no fit. The, the, given, the given Devin Singletary more run is going to make a huge difference. Um, like – Clearly, at this point in time, I think it's safe to say, it's fair to say that Devin Singletary is the better back for the Texans right now, for whatever reason. Um, but in, in in no way, shape, or form has anything that, that I've seen put me in a spot where I'm like, yeah, man, they're going to run the ball effectively against a good defense. Like, I, I just, I, I don't, they're, they're, they're not physical up front. Um, now, they've, they've gotten more physical because Juice Scruggs brings a little something to the table. Um, Shaq Mason has has no problem being physical. I think I think Charlie Heck is is bringing some physicality to the table along with when George Fant has been in there. But but they're just across the board. They don't play the game. They don't play the the, the offensive line position with a, a, a physical approach and a physical nature. And, and I think that's going to be a major problem when you play better football teams and look I, I know when you look at Indy Indy has uh I, I think they're bottom six or seven in the league in run defense but you don't um, have a lot of confidence no they're they're still they still got dudes uh, they they still got guys up front that are gonna be hard to block they still got guys up front that um you know if you try to shield them instead of block them they're, they're gonna eat your lunch and, and I just Ninety and ninety nine to be uh, yeah, examples right there in the middle. I, they're, they're just they're not going to get pushed around in general, but they're damn sure not going to get pushed around by a bunch that's not very physical. And, and so for me, it's it's um, I don't have it. I don't. I don't. I still don't. My confidence meter, if you will, my confidence needle hasn't been moved by the recent success. I, I do think Devin Singletary has the as we knew that we knew that before coming to the end of the season. We knew that Devin Singletary, when things up front aren't right, Devin Singletary was the back that could make somebody miss in open space. Devin Singletary is the back that has that that next level speed that can turn the corner. Um, and that's what the Texans have had to, I think, turn to given that they're not getting the push that they thought up front. They're not getting the creases that they thought they were going to get up front. And so Devin Singletary has been the better back and Devin Singletary has been obviously a more productive back. And I don't. I personally just don't believe that's indicative of man. They're getting things figured out up front. Yeah, I think the run game at least been better since Juice has has, has jumped in yep. at left guard. Um, I I still listen. I won't. I still don't understand the Charlie Hicks situation uh, with George Fant. I don't, I don't understand. It's an interesting that. one, isn't it's, it? It's an interest. That is that is to to put it mild to me. But uh, George Fant, I thought did pretty well in the run game. Uh, when I say pretty well, comparative to everybody else uh, across that that line, uh, but I, listen, I don't have great confidence that 
the run game will be the difference like it was in games against the Bengals or like it was in games against um, the Titans the first time uh, or like it was against the Cardinals where the, the run game was the reason, a big part of the reason why De- Devin Singletary is winning AFC player of offensive player of the week. I'm not I'm not certain of that, but I do feel a lot more confident, Clint, that they will keep it honest enough that the Colts won't be able, and even teams beyond them if they get past them, that the Colts won't be able to just sell out and just ignore it and have have no concern at all for it because – like, to me, can, can the Texans get between 80 to 100 yards? Is that great? No. But before, Clint, we're looking at, hell, can they get to 50? Can they get to 40 yards? Yeah. Like, do you even, does it even, you don't even have to send run blitzes or anything. Like, they just could not do anything, and everything had to be lumped. Like, the Tampa game was amazing to watch C.J. Stroud, but as you know, and you'll say, you can't live that way. Where you're out, you're getting forty yards rushing or something like that, you can't live that. So I do think they have reached a point where they at least keep people honest. They at least keep people to a point where there is at least a threat with what they can do in the run game at at this point. So I, I think at least they could do like, can they get to 75, 80 yards rushing yeah. in this game? I think they could do, and I and and I'm meaning not including CJ, not. CJ, you know, scrambling and running. Can they do that? So I do feel they've gotten to a place of being respectable. <laughs> yeah. And and but I don't think it's ever going to be the reason. But they just needed something to just say, "Why, well, man? We just can't. We just can't completely pin our ears back every time. They can't hurt us a bit." Yeah. Look, I I just I'm not there with them, Ron. I mean, I looked at the. the not even respectable. I mean, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, look, I, I just think, I, I just think the Tennessee game, the last two, two of the last three weeks, has has done, um, you know, has I think is has probably for me personally the way I look at it, I'm just not gonna let that give me false hope. Um, you know, the Cleveland game, my man, yeah, he almost averaged five yards a carry, but it was nine carries in the ball game. The Jets game, thirteen carries for sixty five, averaged five yards a carry, but there's thirteen of them. Um. Denver eight carries, Jacksonville six carries. Um, yeah, that yeah. was when they were still on that on that that uh, uh, Damian Pierce. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know, man. I, I just I, I look at this thing. I I just don't have any, I don't have any confidence in it. Can if you handed the problem the problem with this run game, Ron, is that on, are, are you confident running the football on first down? Are are do you feel like if you run the football on first down, you're gonna you're gonna be in more second and eights? Than you are second and fourteens, and I don't think they're there. Yet. I don't think they're there yet. Motor will make something out of nothing. Motor will make a guy miss from time to time, but you still aren't getting the push. You still don't have the creases. You're still getting a lot of penetration against good fronts. So I'm just I'm not there with it, Bob. Yeah. Well, I can they be respectable? That's all. Just just respectable. Not like some of the stuff we've seen early in the year. I at least have more confidence in that. Now, well, I'd be shocked if. He rushed for forty yards, and he averaged two and a half carry with with Grover and and Buckner up front. I would be shocked, but they've shown at least some consistency to 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 push the eighty yard mark here uh, of late in these games. All right, 
Coming up, uh, I, there must be something in sports that I'm just not I'm, – I'm missing. And uh, many of you would be like, of course, yeah, we've, we've heard your thoughts. Yeah, you're, There's just something that's – I just – I don't even understand what we're doing, and I feel like we've seen this story before. We'll discuss that coming up next. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Texas trailing all night long. One last chance to advance to the national championship game. Ewers lobs it up, and it is incomplete. Intended for Mitchell. Elijah Jackson had the coverage. Washington hangs on and wins the All-State Sugar Bowl in the college football playoff semifinal. Look at God. <laughs> Your ass was nervous. Oh, yeah. That's the last thing you needed. Last thing. Was Texas to slide into that that SEC <laughs> as champs. Oh, my God. I sports hated that whole game. Oh, I bet you did. Oh, I bet you did. Oh, yeah. Uh, they did have a great season, though, and they are still they are recruiting their asses off. Yeah, same amount the- of college football playoff wins as the Aggies, though. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Keep that in. I, I, listen, I, and I know you talked about it yesterday, you and Sean. It's a huge game. Those two games were must-watch, must, must watch, uh, and, and thank God they were compared to the, what, the rest of what we've got during the bowl season. Am I missing something on Michael Penix Jr.? Am I mi- How is he – how is he not arguably the number one pick of the draft? I I I I've I've watched him all year and thought I watched him on the field against Caleb and thought yeah, I know Caleb's really good yeah and can do things and I know like his team is different I'm like that dude is playing right with that dude yep out there and I look at draft boards and I'm seeing Bo Nix in front of him. I'm seeing the guy who stole the Heisman from him and Daniels in front of him. I'm seeing Drake May in front of him. He should be one and two. He should be right. I I mean, dude has got a cannon. He's got size. He can move and run. He doesn't move and run as much after the injuries he had at Indiana. But that that dude's the best quarterback I've seen all season. Now, I know my eyes are nothing compared to some others, but I'm just – I am thoroughly confused why he is. He's not even a bona fide first round pick in some people's yeah. draft boards. Well, you, I mean, look, the, Mel the, has oh, him as his fifth best quarterback. Yeah, look, I, and, and I, don't, I, I disagree wholeheartedly with Mel on the regular, when, especially when it comes to quarterbacks. I, the, he, he's my number one. If, if I'm if I'm coaching, oh, he's a, over your number. He's number a, one. Absolutely. If I'm coaching a franchise and I need a guy right now to win, who am I betting on? I'm betting on Michael Penix now. If if my if my uh, medical staff if if my training staff if they work him out if they look at his medicals and say hey man the history's too much to take a risk then I'm gonna listen to him because the the injuries are, are a major problem uh, have been a major problem but he's been healthy uh, for two for two years now and and, and that that's got to carry some weight but when you look at Michael Penix I believe uh, I agree with some folks he's an older player been in college for six years 
Hell, he's two years older than C.J. Stroud. He's 25. Um, and, and I do believe that there's there's very little to no development for him. He is he is playing at or above his ceiling right now. But what's wrong with that? I'm okay with a guy being older. I'm okay with a guy not need. In fact, I'd rather a guy not need a whole hell of a lot of development once he gets here, at least on the physical side of it, um, than, than the, the alternative. And so, look, I, I've watched Michael Penix. Uh, he really opened my like I knew of him and knew he was an uber talented dude, but last year when Andre Ware really went to bat for him and talking about how he saw him in person, he and, and he said Andre Ware saying, and I'm paraphrasing a little bit. I don't I don't mean the ball the way the ball comes off his hands. I think Andre said he's never seen the ball come off a guy's hand the way it comes off a of Penix in person. It's different in person, which it's 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 hella good I was about to say, when you watch it on watch- TV. But when I heard Andre say, I said, "Okay, well, let me let me check this out." And so you start watching him, and Ron, for me, the the game transitions to the league better than anybody out there. You're talking about a combination of arm talent, arm strength, and quick release that is just it's rare at the NFL level. And then you then then what I really like about him, what really sets me over the top, Ron, is that he he is athletic enough to go do some of the things that you see that you see Drake may do some of the things that you see Caleb he did, he did it in this game a lot more than he has his first well, and, two and years he did it for you know in Indiana that's what ended up getting him but, yeah. but but the the point is is he can do all those things athletically but he chooses to play the game on time on schedule and he is absolutely deadly in the deep game in the mid-range game i it, Anything short of the, of the medicals being a problem, and or this guy just being mentally just can't handle an NFL playbook, like whatever they're doing in Washington, some some level, some degree, it's an air raid system. I don't know exactly what what all they do, but um, like short of those two things, this guy this guy's one of the better prospects we've seen coming out of college in a long time. Uh, yes, he's when I watch it because. He has the as you're talking. He has a gun to stick it. I mean, I mean to stick that the touchdown he throws to start the third quarter over the middle. Yes, you got ridiculous. Hit me ridiculous. I can't believe he threw it. (laughs) Yes, and he he fit it in. I mean, gunned it. And then he has touch. He hit the he hit that tight end multiple times in between the 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 safety and the corner multiple times. And I I don't know how many guys I've seen. Hell in the in the league that throw the fade as well as he yeah. does. I mean, it is always on the but it is never out of bounds. It is I mean, it, it, I mean, they hit that repeatedly. The one in the game, I mean, this is all in the game, but I've seen him all year. There was it was one of the touchdowns. He threw so many of them. It was one of the touchdowns where he had pressure from Murphy right up the gut, jumps and keeps his his yep. head down. Yep. Jumps away and, and throws, and it's the one that, that gets tipped, tipped up, up yeah. and he caught it. But he put, I was like, oh, dude, like, what What are we doing? It, you know what? It's like for him to be behind Drake May, it, it really smells like Deshaun and Mitch Trubisky, or as I like to call him, Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> like, I just, I don't understand how he could be rated behind him. The injuries. Yeah. Okay. Remember Deshaun had torn an ACL with yeah. him. I don't know. I don't know how anyone could watch it and think, all right, I'm translating to the NFL. Like that Drake May character. I'm gonna put him out. I'm gonna put him out before that. Yep. 
I, I agree. I, 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 mean, I like Drake May, but but I I don't I think Drake May had a lot of developing to do, and I don't know that this year was enough. I, I haven't really hammered down on 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 his film this year or or, or, or Eva, but I, like I, I've I watched him play several times. I I, I don't see lock top five pick. I, I do with Caleb and, and, and Michael Penix. I, I don't with Drake May. I don't with Daniels out of LSU. I like him. I undervalued him um in a big, big way. Um but but I still don't see the guy that comes to the league and, and is is ready to play as he's got as- like some of those guys have to be with the I mean the absolute yeah. perfect right yeah. people. I think Michael and Caleb kidding there are several different people yeah. that have to like they don't have to find their their perfect coordinator. Well, to go with. The, the thing with Caleb too, like for me is, and, and this is this is my feeling in general. And I've been wrong on a couple, wrong on Pat Mahomes. Um, I've, I've been wrong on a couple of guys. I was not, I was not wrong on Lamar Jackson because I knew he when he I knew his was going to transition to the league, right? The athletic ability, the play and all script and all schedule. I knew that part of his game would would play because he was that much better. I felt like I knew that. Uh, Kyler Murray's off script, off schedule game was going to transition because of the twitch and the quickness. But like, I, I watched a kid that's at uh in Pittsburgh right now. Um, oh, oh Kenny, Kenny Pickett. Like Kenny Pickett and Zach Wilson were the two more recent guys that played a big chunk of their game off script, off schedule in college. And you're like, you're just not good enough. You're not athletic enough and 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 physically gifted enough to do that at the NFL level without getting hurt. Like you're you're just not gifted enough to do those things, right? I I, I so. I think when you look at guys that that choose to play off script, off schedule, it's sometimes it's hard to go that transitions and it doesn't. I think Caleb is good enough at it all that it transitions. Um, and I say all that to say it's hard to do that. Michael Penix chooses to do it from the pocket, which is what you have to do in the league, and it is wow, it's impressive, man. He 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 was my he's my number he's my like number I watch one. It, I had him number two behind Caleb going into that game and watching that game, I was like, this is better than I thought it was. I watched listen, CJ has been extraordinary here. I'm just talking coming out. I'm not saying that Michael Penix is gonna do what CJ has done this year. Yeah. This is the probably the best rookie quarterback season we've ever seen. But I'm just saying leaving Ohio State and leaving Washington, I mean, he if you Put yourself there. He is a better prospect to me than CJ was. He's a better prospect than Trevor. Like when I when I watch when I watch like Trevor Lawrence coming out was like the things that he is able to do. Like watching yeah. him I, consistently. I, I agree. I, I, I'm trying to think of the best guy I've seen, and it's not just the one game against Texas. He has been he's been doing this all year long. Where I would I would watch some of them late Pac-12 games and be like. How, like, how is he this far down on the I'll draft? Tell you, I'll tell you who he reminds me of, but he's actually physically way more gifted, is Tua. But bigger, yeah, and yeah. he goes and on maybe time. It's, and maybe yeah. it's the left-handed, the, the, the similar, because he looks similar. But, but when you talk about, like, the arm strength and arm talent and the ability to, to – to make all the throws in, when your body's in, in an unorthodox position, like, it's just wild, man. Dude, dude is – I don't know how anybody and now look if you think that like these these analyze evaluators if you will they they know the system better than I do uh, from a standpoint of like how just how much are they going to weigh those injuries for him and it may be enough that hey you push him out of your top five I, that's the only excuse that I'll take oh, right yeah. um for me man I, I I like I I would be you're gonna take a gamble like I love the way people always say well 
He's already playing at his ceiling. There's no room for development. So you want to gamble on somebody developing beyond the college game? That's a hell of a gamble. He can't get like he can't get better. Like <laughs> it's a gamble that he can't get better. We watched the jump he made from Indiana Ooh. to Washington. Wow. He can't get better. And then to come back full circle, Tyler, that guy's at Washington and at Indiana. How come AM can't find quarterbacks? I wish I knew. <laughs> Been a long time since Johnny Manziel. Been a long time. I mean, if it was for killing Mond. <laughs> Good Lord. Come on, Elko. That guy you Let's love. Go. <laughs> Just, seriously, he was at Indiana and then transferred to Washington. And I'm messing with you. It's not just A&M. Like, some of these schools, like, when, had, has Georgia had anything close to him? Like, when's the last time Georgia has had anything close to him? Like, I'm saying they don't need it. But, I mean, it's just. No, I mean, you're right. I mean, Aaron Murray was, Aaron Murray was good. I mean, I start thinking about it. I don't know if Georgia's ever had a guy that gifted. Like it's just like, like how do like he was at Indiana. St- Stafford, good call. Stafford, Stafford's Stafford good call. would be the dude. say it on the air, punk. Sorry, <laughs> Matt. Matthew Stafford <laughs> was yeah, at no, Georgia. That, that, that's Stafford. a good one. Since they, yeah, like to be that talented. Yeah, Stafford. That's a that's a great one. DJ slide over to Florida State. By the way, did you catch that? Oh, DJ, oh yeah, you? yeah, yeah. They could have used this ass. A month day. ago, huh? Or two weeks ago. <laughs> two weeks ago, Leah. Two weeks ago. All right, what you got coming up in the four? Well, look, it's it's pretty simple, man. There's one thing that I that I'm uh, deathly afraid of with this uh, with this Texans team and the success they're having. One thing, and it's already being uh, being talked about in the national media. I'll tell you what that is, and we'll discuss. Uh, T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network. From big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.